Hello everyone and welcome to the Film Busters Patron Quiz of 2021. We've been putting this quiz together for a little while now. We're very excited for you to all listen to it. And Ben, what is it all about? What is it all about? Well, we decided that some of our patrons should put together a bunch of questions to ask other fellow patrons. Ten questions in total. We jumbled them all up, randomised them, and then sat down with each of our patrons and fired ten questions at them to see how they would do out of ten. Adam, who did we have playing the quiz? So in the orange corner, we had Sean Panda Nicholson. In the purple corner, we had Katie and OT. In the maroon corner, we had Julio from the Contrarians. In the yellow corner, we have Jamie, Jamie Russell. And finally, in the multicoloured corner, we have Steve. Absolutely, Adam. And it's very exciting because we have a special prize for the overall winner of this quiz. And it's going to be a film from each of us delivered to their door and it's going to be a film that's in our top 10 first-time watches of 2021. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I think it's either a film that's released this year or the first time we've watched it this year that we think they would like. That's correct. So, for those who are listening along at home, here's how it's going to work. You're going to be introduced to each one of our patrons. You'll hear them answer their 10 questions. And at the end of each round, you'll hear their score out of 10. Now, none of our fellow patrons know how they did compared to the other players so they will be finding out live as you do we'll be popping up in between each round to let you know where everyone is placed in the overall rankings table wonderful well without further ado let's get straight to the quizzing let the best patron win hello what's your name and where'd you come from hi i'm sean panda nicholson and i'm from the isle of sky Oh, wonderful. Thanks for coming along. Oh, no problem. I'm honoured to be part of this. Oh, fantastic. You got you got any hobbies or interests? No. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no I, I, I like to play the guitar and make podcasts. Oh, wonderful. What's, what's your podcast about? Uh, well, it's called Four Songs in a Dream, and I ask interesting people, mainly musicians, to pick four songs that mean something special to them. Not their favourites, but just special to them. And we talk about them for a little bit, and it's it's fun. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Where can people find that podcast, just in case they're interested? It's everywhere podcasts are found, but main, mainly like Apple and Spotify. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. We got You got a favourite film, Sean? It's, it's, that's the hardest question. I know. It's like a favourite song, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, The Thing is up there for me, and I really like Chinatown, but there's mm. there's so many. There's so many. There's too many, and that changes all the time. I know. Constantly evolving as we grow, yeah. <laughs> as we mature in our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling about today? Are you feeling confident? I'm feeling nervous, but um, I wouldn't say confident at all. I, I, I know who the other patrons are. <laughs> you think people you know. are going to be more expert on you than film? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. Well, <laughs> you might get some lucky questions. You never know. Never know. Never know. <laughs> right, so we just go straight into these ten questions then? Yes. Yes, please. Okay, so our first question is from Jamie Russell. Oh, and damn. he says... Which horror movie had the marketing tagline to avoid fainting, keep repeating, it's only a movie? Is that The Last House on the Left? 
Okay, thank you. I'll write that down. The next question is from Steve Roberts, and he says... What is the highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? Uh, it's not Deadpool, is it? I'll lock in the answer. I don't even think it's an R-rated movie. I don't even know. Ah, I think think it is. I think it is. Yeah. I mean, what is R-rated? I don't even know what R-rated is in... (laughs) Yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm I'm British, man. (laughs) (laughs) Is NC-17 less or more than an R-rated movie? I don't know. Is it more? I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) No, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) Our next question is from Julio from The Contrarians. And he says, What's the name of Tommy Doyle's baseball bat in Halloween Kills? Ah, no. I watched that film as well. (laughs) I know you did. (laughs) No. I can't even think. All I can think about is The Walking Dead Man's baseball bat. Oh, yes. We all know Uh, that one. Yes. Ah, forget it. I I honestly, I can't think. Jeanette. There you go. (laughs) I will write that answer down, sure. (laughs) There's no point. (laughs) The next question is from For Your Reference. And they say... Which film is rated higher in Rotten Tomatoes? Suicide Squad 2016 or The Suicide Squad 2021? Uh, The Suicide Squad. Okay. Now we have Jamie Russell again. And he says... The tagline, one man struggle to take it easy, is from which film? Clerks, City Slickers, The Jerk, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Ah, I'll go for The Jerk. Okay. Our next one is from Steve Roberts. He says... Which 1927 war drama was the first movie to ever win Best Picture? (laughs) Uh, it's not Birth of a Nation or something. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's a war drama, though. That'll do. Do you want to like yeah, you wanna, you wanna keep that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's literally all I can think of. <laughs> that's, about, it's, that's probably the only thing around It's a hard time. one. I wouldn't get yeah. it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Next is Julio from The Contrarians. He says, What's the source of John Travolta's superpowers in Phenomenon? <laughs> I've never heard of this in my life. Um, Leave revive. <laughs> the sort, the source of a uh, some sort of space rock. Oh, <laughs> oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> I lock it in. Okay. Next, we have for your reference again. They say name three of the top ten best-selling soundtrack albums. Oh, three. <laughs> uh, right. You get a point uh, for each one you get correct. Just lock three oh. answers in. Okay. Uh, soundtrack. I'll be a good one. I'm trying to think. I've just gone completely blank. But, uh, <laughs> geez, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> Big uh, top ten best selling. Best selling. Well, go, go for Titanic just because it's so loved, that film. Okay. Um, I don't know why. But, um, oh, geez. Um, da, 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 uh, I don't know, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction, okay. Um, I don't know. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't think. I love it. <laughs> I love where your mind's going. 
Yeah, I just thought because of that song was that Brian Adams song that was big. Oh yes, <laughs> at a point. So maybe everybody bought the soundtrack. I don't know. <laughs> okay, locked in. Next, we have Jamie Russell. Which Alfred Hitchcock film starred Grace Kelly as Lisa Carol Fremont? The rear window. Is it okay? Locked in. <laughs> locked in. And lastly, we're on your last question now, sure. Okay. Steve Roberts says In Risky Business, what song did Tom Cruise famously lip sync to in his underwear? Ah, was that like old time rock and roll or something? Yeah, certainly like that. Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Uh, you can't tell me. Are you locking yeah. it in, Sean? <laughs> ah, I'll lock it in. Okay. That's all, okay. I, that's all I can think. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> at the end of the questions, how do you think you did? Oh, I don't think I've done very well at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you. Let's run through them. Okay. Firstly, we had Jamie Russell's question, which was, which horror movie had the marketing tagline, to avoid fainting, keep repeating, it's only a movie? And you said... Last House on the Left. Which is correct, Sean! Yes. <laughs> one point in the bag. Yeah, I got one at least. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Next, we've got Steve Roberts, and he says... What is the highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time? You said Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Our survey says it's Joker. Oh, damn, yeah. Oh, it was right in my... F- it was staring me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, Joker. Oh, damn it. Oh. Next, we have Julio. He said, what's the name of Tommy Doyle's baseball bat in Halloween Kills? Yeah. You said Jeanette. Jeanette. <laughs> Good old Jeanette. <laughs> Does this jog your memory? It's Huckleberry. Ah, damn it. The funny thing is I actually wrote down Huckleberry in my in my notes because I thought, should I make that a quiz question? <laughs> Plus again, it's it's very it's very like a hard question to try and remember that. But yes, yeah. it's Huckleberry. It's Huckleberry. <sighs> oh well. <laughs> Next is for your reference, and they said which film is rated higher, Suicide Squad 2016 or The Suicide Squad from 2021? And you said The Suicide Squad from 2021. I can reveal you are correct, Sean. Yay. Yes. 90% <laughs> against 26%. Massive oh, difference. Jeez. Yeah. I know. Everybody mm. seemed to hate that 2016 one. They I did. liked it. I liked it too, Sean. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I did. I, I know. I, I wanted more Joker, but yeah, I was still fine. It had its problems, but you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's like most things. It'd yeah. be fine. I, I'd, I'd welcome a, um, you know, director's cut. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, I'd love I would to see as well. That. I definitely would. Anyway, <laughs> next is Jamie Russell, and he said, "One man's struggle to take it easy" is the tagline for which film? You said the jerk. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Damn it. <laughs> that was my first answer in my head, but I was like, no, it's too easy. It'll be, it wouldn't Go be that one, would it? Go against, you thought. Ah, <laughs> I'm not going to win this. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. Next, we have Steve Roberts. He says, which 1927 war drama was the first movie to ever win Best Picture? Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the answer was Wings. Okay. I've never my, seen it. My favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Your favourite 1927 war drama. <laughs> Next is from Julio. What's the source of John Travolta's superpowers in Phenomenon? Yeah. You said space rock. Our survey yeah. says a brain tumour. <laughs> what? what? Who what kind of powers thought? does he have? <laughs> oh, man. 
There we have it. For your reference, they said name three of the top ten best-selling soundtrack albums. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Now, <laughs> let's see how many you got. You said Robin Hood. It is not on the top ten. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you said Pulp Fiction. It is not oh, in the top ten. Man. You said Titanic. And it is in the top ten! Yay. I got one. <laughs> I was kind of certain that would be in there. <laughs> there we have Jamie Russell. He said, which Alfred Hitchcock film starred Grace Kelly as Lisa Carol Fremont? You said Rear Window, and you are also correct. Yay! <laughs> lovely, lovely. And lastly, Steve Roberts says, in Risky Business, what song did Tom Cruise famously lip-sync to in his underwear? Yeah. You said old time rock and roll. And I can tell you. It's the correct answer! <laughs> Good. I, that's the only one I could think it was. But I was also getting mixed up with Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with the Hoover dancing yeah. around. <laughs> yeah, I was getting that mixed up in my head. And I was like, no, no, no. That's, that's like, I feel good, isn't it, James Brown? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I can say you got 4.3. You got a <laughs> point three. You got a point three for ti- for Titanic. Oh yeah, yeah. So how how do you think you did? Do you think you can make waves with that? No, no. <laughs> I, I know people like Jamie Russell. He'll know, and Julio. They're gonna they're gonna know. They're gonna know a lot more than this. You never know. <laughs> they might have some curveballs. They just don't know, Sean. You never know. I don't know. But I'm happy I've taken part. That's yes, the thing. That's what it's that's, all about. Yeah. Taking part is what counts. Yeah. And I who really knows? You, could, you, you might be able to win 2022. Do, so, do yeah. a bit of research. But, you know, we're not saying you haven't won yet. Good. Okay. But, but I we shall see. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming along, Sean. And I guess we'll move on to the next contestant. Well, you just heard from our first patron there, Sean Panda Nicholson. Um, he scored 4.3, putting him at the top of the board. And in these weird circumstances, he's also last. He was also second, third, and fourth. Um, he's got a great spread of knowledge there to take up all of these slots from everybody else. And let's now see where Katie and Oti can perform. Okay, and we're here at the next round. We've got a double act. Two contestants, come on down, introduce yourselves, and tell us where you're from. Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm here to win a washing machine. Uh, Well, high expectations. (laughs) And I'm Oti, and I'm carrying the washing machine back. Uh, I think you far overestimate the budget film buses has for the prize this year. Um, if we could actually get a washing machine as a prize, you know that I would be putting that straight into my house, man. These are very expensive prizes. Very expensive prizes. Uh, have you guys got any hobbies you can let our studio audience know all about so they can whoop and holler and cheer like they care? Well... If anyone is into audio entertainment, we also have a podcast called For Your Reference. Oh, how convenient. Let's hear all about it. Natural plugging, yeah. Well, unless it's a washing machine, we don't need to plug it, and that's a callback from earlier. Now, that's a very good callback. Uh, What happens on the For Your Reference podcast? I know, of course, I'm the host. I need to know everything. But what about our other dear listeners? What, what, What can they expect on the For Your Reference podcast? 
Uh, we are a weekly television and film podcast. We cover all things from non-English speaking to anime to everyone's sumptuous pussy valleys. Yes, yes, the Pussy Valley episode. If you were going to recommend an episode people start with, should they start with the Pussy Valley episode? I think a little bit of Spartacus is always a good way to go. Mm. Spartacus. Well, I know my co-host Paul would appreciate that. I haven't seen the show, so I can't listen to that one. I don't think I've listened to that one. Or it may have been one that I listened to, even though I had no intention of watching the show. I've spoiled myself so much by listening to episodes from you guys of things that I'm never going never gonna to watch or might have watched, but I just couldn't, couldn't hold back. It's the choice between watching 60 hours of television or listening to 60 minutes of you guys. So I'll choose the 60-minute version. Oh, reference, my reference. We're all Spartacus. Well, there we go. Okay, I'll take your word for that. Right, before we get going here, I've explained the rules to you in advance. The studio audience know how it goes by now. So before we get into the question round, let's have one very easy answer from both of you. If you had a favourite film, what would it be? Lord of the Rings. Oh, well, entire trilogy or one? Entire trilogy. God, look at Odie. Odie getting greedy. Very greedy with his pick. <laughs> extended edition as well, OC? Only the extended edition. Good lord. 15, 16 hours worth of content. Yep. I thought I was going to get a 90 minute answer. <laughs> We're all about that long extension, Ben. Clearly. Katie, what about you? Uh, How's Moving Castle? Miyazaki. Paul's favourite. Now, interesting. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I'm going to watch it. I am going to watch that. Why is that a number one type film? Um, just pure escapism. The whimsy of it all. Whimsy. Okay, I, I can do a bit of whimsy. I'm not known for my love of whimsy, but I'll try a bit of whimsy for you since it's a number one film. Well, thank you guys very much. Right, well, we are about to put you in the hot seats. How confident are you feeling? My ass has been hot since I came out the womb, bro. Whoa. <laughs> There we go. This is a family show. This is a family show. Although, we'll put the unedited version on after Watershed. Uh, so, we're going to need to take it in turns. One of you has to go first. One of you has to go second. And we'll continue to alternate as we go along through ten questions. At the end, I'll tell you how you did. Who is stepping up to the plate to bat first? Um, Katie. Katie. Right. Step up, Katie. We're going in for question one. Question one, Katie, comes from Jamie Russell, and he says, Name the film from this quote. This is Christmas, the season of perpetual hope. It's a wonderful life. I'm tapping away because I'm locking your answer in. It's a wonderful life. Okay. We'll see you later if you're right. Question number two, OT, mm. comes from Sean Panda Nicholson, and he says, How many Best Actor Oscars has Jack Nicholson won? Jack Nicholson... One. Are you saying one as in how many did he win or one as in one awards? <laughs> He's won one. I He's think. won one. Okay, one. One says Oti. Question number three, Katie, comes from Julio. Which famous rock band plays an important role in Be Cool? Bee Gees. <laughs> that famous rock band, the Bee Gees. Bee Gees is the answer. Well, it obviously oh, isn't. Like this is going downhill. <laughs> it obviously isn't. <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, that famous rock band, the Bee Gees. Number four, OT. <laughs> comes from patron Steve from Movie Drone. And he says, 
Which professional athlete was considered for the lead in the Terminator? Tommy Nito. Yeah. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. OJ Simpson. Question number five. Katie. Again, comes from Jamie Russell. And he says... The tagline, reality is a thing of the past, is from which film? The Terminator, Inception, The Matrix, or Looper? Looper? Locking in Looper. We're zipping along here. Question number six. (laughs) Back to you, O.T., I'm going to preface this. How familiar are you with the Rocky films, OT? Uh, not that familiar. Well, this will be interesting. <laughs> what are the names of Rocky's pet turtles in the film Rocky? Now, there's two turtles. You get half a point for each correct answer. <laughs> they have. I'll, g- I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Because I'm feeling generous. Okay. I don't know how much how how much this will help you, but they go together. The two names go together. They're not two random things like Billy and Bert. There, there. It's two things. Uh, like salt and pepper, basically. Like salt and pepper. Yeah. Are they? What are they related to? Oh, oh you want a double hint? hint, do you? <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh. Um, well. Related salt and pepper. Uh, I'm assuming because you give us a hint, it's not a condiment. Uh, uh, no, no, no! Don't go down that route. <laughs> <laughs> they, they double like so. This is the last clue. People will be going mad. They'll be going, "Why? How, why are they getting the clues?" But here we go. Like, um, like salt and pepper, and like uh, fist and glove. Salt and pepper fist. And- but don't worry too much about the specific examples, just in terms of it being a double, like the, the names complement each other because they go together. Cufflinks? Or- so what, what do you say? So the Cuffin answer is- Cuff and Link? I don't know. <laughs> you're saying Cuff and Link is your answer, yes? All right, bro. Well, you're locked in. You are locked in. Question number seven, Katie. Now. I know you guys watched this entire series recently, so let's see how how well you're paying attention. At the end of Halloween 3 season of The Witch, how many times does Tom Atkins say stop it at the end of his climatic phone call? I only need the number of times he says it after he stops saying anything else. Bloody hell, Julio, go outside. Who the (laughs) fuck? Who knows how many times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This coming from this coming from the only other podcast out there to have covered Halloween three. You and Julio are both equally guilty for wasting your time with this film. Fourteen. Fourteen is the answer that you are giving. Locking it in. Question number eight. Back to you, OT. What is the name of the spaceship in Alien? Alien. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> When was the last time you saw it? It's been ages. It's been a while. If you know it, it will come back to you in all its clarity. Oh, bloody hell. I know this is wrong, but just because I love 
expand some kind of zeros and that, even though I know it's not the answer. I can't what, think was of the any answer, other. Was the answer you gave? The Rosenati. It's wrong, Don't. but might as well plug in the expanse for anyone who's not watched it. <laughs> nice. There's always a reference before your reference, and there it is in the form of a wrong answer. <laughs> I thought you're not supposed to tell us we're wrong yet. I think we all know that he was wrong on that one. <laughs> okay, very good. Right. You only got one question left each, guys. Now's your chance to claim some final points. Could be all the difference to get you that washing machine. Question number nine comes from Jamie Russell, and he says... John Singleton is the youngest person to be nominated for Best Director at the Oscars. For which film was he nominated? Boys in the Hood. Uh, You said that with some confidence. You didn't even need to finish that sentence. (laughs) You said that with some confidence. Okay. (laughs) All right. We'll find out soon enough. Right. (laughs) Oh, question number 10 from Julio. How many theatrical Muppets movies are there? Oh, uh, 13. What? What kind of off, off, off Broadway Muppets have you seen? <laughs> uh, 13. It's one of those things that I keep on making. I love how OJ, like if OJ is correct and it's like the only correct answer you got. <laughs> <laughs> I did my job, but I did tell you, Ben, we're very bad at trivia. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to say anything until we re- recap. Are you ready? All right. We're going to yes. go through each one. All right. So let us run down the answers to the questions that you were asked. First question from Jamie Russell was, name the film from this quote. This is Christmas, the season of perpetual hope. Katie, you said it's a wonderful life. The answer was Home Alone. Oh, rats. I was going to do that, but I thought it might be too obvious. It baffled me. I love Home Alone. I don't remember that line in it. I had to Google to be like, Who are you sure? That? But yeah, Kevin's mum says it at the airport uh, when she's trying to get home. So, zero out of one. Question two from Sean. How many Best Actor Oscars has Jack Nicholson won? Oti, you were halfway there with one. It was two. Oh. He won an Oscar for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And a second for as good as it gets. Which is matched. I thought we would have got loads more than that. Cuckoo's Nest deserved. But as good as it gets left. So, nil out of two. Question three. Is your luck going to change? Julio (laughs) asked, which famous rock band plays an important role in Be Cool? Ben, don't laugh. (laughs) Read the question with integrity. And those disco divas, the Bee Gees... Were unfortunately not in Be Cool. It was Aerosmith. Aerosmith. <sighs> Disappointing. Zero out of three. How, how, how do you think you're doing, guys? Think your luck's going to change? We're Hopefully. Doing, we're doing zero out of three. Why are you asking? Why are you getting a pulse check? <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get your pulse racing with this next question because Steve asked which professional athlete was considered for the role, the lead role in the Terminator. OT. You said O.J. Simpson. That's the correct answer. <laughs> O.J. gets points on the boards. <laughs> I never thought I'd be so happy to get to, to guess the juice. <laughs> the juice, relevant as relevant today as he was decades ago. One out of four. 
Well done, guys. You've got points on the board. Question five from Jamie. Reality is a thing of the past is the tagline for which movie? You said Looper. It's the correct answer. <laughs> you got two out of five, guys. Two out of five. This is beautiful. Scoring points. Question six. Ask what are the names of Rocky's pet turtles oh, in the film Rocky? You said cufflinks, i.e. cuff and link. They're both correct answers, OT. <laughs> How really? you got there? How you got there? I will never know. I, I will not even accept any allegations of cheating. But <laughs> I'll take it. You, okay. Wow. Is like, it really? It's though? not. It's it's really the answer, and it's not even a natural progression from salt and pepper, fist and glove. There's not even a natural progression, so I will not be hearing any comments from the audience saying, "Hey, you shouldn't have given them hints." Cuff and link is not the natural progression after that. Very well done, OT. Haven't you haven't you ever heard of Russell OT Crow of a beautiful mind? Ah, look at that. <laughs> this is good. Three out of six. You've scored half of the available points so far. Question seven from Julio at the end of Halloween three, season of the witch. How many times does Tom Atkins say stop it at the end of his climactic phone call? You said fourteen, Katie. It was half that. It was seven. Uh. Oh. Seven. Did feel like a lot, but it was seven. No points on that one. Question number eight. What is the name of the spaceship in Alien? You said Rosanati, so you could plug the expanse. And that's all it did. It didn't score you any points. The actual spaceship name is the USCS Nostromo. But Nostromo would have done. Nostromo is oh, the name of the spaceship. Oh, God, I remember that. Yeah, it's it's a tricky one, that one. It either comes to you immediately or you don't know it. Question number nine. And the quickest answer on the board. John Singleton is the youngest director to be nominated for Best Director at the Oscars. What was the film? Boys in the Hood was the answer you gave. Boys in the Hood is the answer on the paper. That is four points. Nice. You both scored two each now. We know this one. Last one's a crapshoot, right? It could be any number. How many theatrical Muppet movies are there? <laughs> now, I'm going to name them. we got the Muppet movie, the great Muppet caper, the Muppets take Manhattan, the Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppets from Space, the Muppets, Muppets Most Wanted, but that's where we end. Eight. <laughs> Eight theatrical Muppet movies. Eddie Murphy do a Muppets movie? Eddie Murphy? <laughs> Did Eddie Murphy do a Muppets movie? Oh, am I thinking of my own things? <laughs> what is your own things? <laughs> Have you edited Eddie Murphy into a Muppet movie? <laughs> I would love to see it. I would love to see it. A lot of Murphy's naughty's output felt like a Muppets movie, Let's let's face it. I don't know. Ackroyd was a bit of a Muppet in Trading Places. Uh-oh. Oh, oh wow. yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't rate that film at all. I was really disappointed when I watched that film. I don't rate that film. That should have been... That on paper should have been great. Yeah. Just like us. On paper, we should have been great. <laughs> <laughs> What that means, guys, is out of a possible 10 points, you scored four. Now, I will say this much. 
the the uh, intensity of the questions, the mixture of the type of questions is exactly what the others have, have had as well. So as you can see, there's no real easy answers in this quiz. So it's entirely possible that you're sitting at the top of the scoreboard right now. I doubt it. <laughs> I feel like Julio is a, is a, uh, Listen, is a connoisseur for this sort of thing. <laughs> you are going to find out around about Christmas time when the episode drops. But for now, it is my pleasure to thank you for coming on the show and to give you the chance to put out your final words on the game show. Thank you so much for having us. Oh, um, that's so polite. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we all bring our, our pepperings and our frame of reference. And I'm glad that I could hold the mantelpiece for Boys in the Hood. And I'm not sure how OT feels about the juice. But thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome back any time with answers like those. It was a lot of fun. Back to Back to the studio. So there you have it, Katie and OT scoring a 4 out of 10. They did not steal the top spot from Sean Panel-Nixon at a 4.3. It's getting very exciting. Sean's still holding the lead. Let's see what Julio can do next. We have our next contestant here on the Filmbusters Patron Quiz of 2021. What is your name and where do you come from? Hello, this is Julio. I came all the way from uh, Peru, then Ooh. stopped in Texas, and then found myself in the Filmbuster studio. Oh, wow. How are you finding it so far in this Filmbuster studio with the temperature up to your, um, temperature up to your liking? It's a little, a little chilly. My nipples are poking out. but We're keeping you alert. We're keeping you up and alert. Um, have you got any hobbies or interests that you can share with the, the gang here? Well, you know, I, I unsurprisingly, since I am a, a patron of... Uh, podcast named Filmbusters. I dabble in filmmaking myself. I, I'm, I'm a film buff. I even have a podcast on the side called The Contrarians. But uh, mostly, uh, yeah, just uh, watching a lot of movies, writing movies every now and then. Oh, writing movies. That's interesting. Um, you can obviously find The Contrarians on every good podcasting app if you want to check them out. Um, what is your favorite film, Julio? So the usual answer even though I would have, you know, would be uh, Woody Allen's masterpiece, Annie Hall. That's okay. probably the easiest, I've, even I've though... I've never seen that myself, oh. so um, I'll take your word for it. I'm not a massive fan of Woody Allen films, I will say that. Um, well, the problem is that now, he, he comes with a baggage now, so you, when you're watching a Woody Allen movie now... I do feel a bit of bad, like, venturing into his stuff, but that's a whole other topic discussion that we're not going to get into today, isn't it? <laughs> And last of all, how confident are you feeling on a scale of 1 to 10? Oh, man, I don't know. A, a, a 3, maybe? A 3? Oh, <laughs> come on, come on, come on. If this was like... You, you called yourself a film bus. Well, yeah, as in I can enjoy film and analyse film, but remember in film trivia, I'm terrible. So, okay. All right, are you ready for question number one? Let's go. Okay, the first question here is from Steve Roberts. Which two Star Wars characters appear in Indiana Jones? There is half a point for each correct answer. What? <laughs> <laughs> I oh, was getting ready. We... I thought it was going to be which two Star Wars characters appear in every movie. I was like, all right, off to a good start. In Indiana Jones, uh, well, I I'm going to guess it's uh, 
R2D2 and C3PO because they appear in all the other movies, so why not? Okay, okay, question number two is from Sean Panner Nicholson. Which film was Arnold Schwarzenegger's last before becoming governor of California? I think it was Eraser. Not 100% sure, but I, I think it was Eraser. Eraser, okay. Okay. The next one is from For Your Reference. Name the movie based on its IMDb review. Name of movie may well be one of the most overrated comedy films of all time. The film is really not the least bit funny. Not being funny would be enough to sink the film. But, populated as it is with totally detestable characters, Name of Movie manages to be thoroughly unpleasant as well as desperately unfunny. Really, the only person who comes away from this film with any credit at all is Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays the classic movie cliché, the hooker with a heart of gold. You don't get any laughs in this film, but you do get casual and overt racism. Characters in blackface and entirely uncomfortable scenes involving an amorous gorilla. And the one character you're meant to sympathise with is a pretentious, arrogant snot who is not the least bit sympathetic at all. This movie is a total misfire. All right. I am glad. Finally, a movie that I know for sure. Uh, Trading Places. The Hooker with a Heart of Gold played by Jimmy Lee Curtis. Okay. All right. Um, moving on to the next question is from Steve Roberts. Only three movies in history have won the big five at the Oscars. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, Best Actor and Best Actress. Name them. Oh, man. See, I... And there is no way they gave Titanic best screenplay but also didn't win best actors never mind no not that one yeah okay i know silence of the lambs got the top four but i'm not sure about screenplay uh i love the oscars but i really i don't remember this type of stuff i'm gonna i'm gonna say silence of the lambs just to see if i get like that third of a point and then it happened one night and I'm just trying to think of actor and actresses that won at the same time. So I can just go from there. It's not Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forrest Gump didn't get Best Actress. Um, it's probably something that happened before my lifetime. So, Ordinary People. Okay. All right, well, there's your three locked in. We have Silence of the Lambs, It Happened One Night, and what was the last? Ordinary People. Ordinary People. Okay. Uh, next up, we have a question here from Jamie Russell. Which actor received his first Oscar nomination for the 2000 film Gladiator? It's uh, oh, it's the guy that died. Um, I think this was his last movie. Um, it's the guy that plays the, the slave owner. Omar Sharif? That's not his name. I'm going to go with Omar Sharif, but I'm pretty sure okay. I got that wrong. Okay, we got that one in. Uh, next up, we have one here from Sean Pan Nicholson. What was Sean Connery's real first name? <laughs> Carlos. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Charles. He's from Scotland. He's from Scotland, so... That doesn't help me. <laughs> Is he from Scotland? I don't even know if he's from Scotland. It doesn't help you anyway. Well, you say Charles, did you say? Charles. Charles Sean Connery. Okay. Um, for, the next one here is from For Your Reference yet again. 
Name three of the top ten best-selling soundtrack albums. Uh, probably Titanic. Um, what else? Uh, Forrest Gump. And Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> okay. Next up uh, is from Steve Roberts. Which famous Pulp Fiction scene was filmed backward? Backwards. Yeah. As in, like, they just rolled it back. Yeah, so they filmed it and then they reversed it. When you watch it, it's played backwards. I mean, I don't know, but I'm maybe I'm feeling like maybe when Travolta's shooting up, but that doesn't make sense. Oh, no, no, no. It has to be when they, uh, when he stabs Uma Thurman. So when Vincent stabs Mia with the adrenaline shot, that sounds like something I would like to shoot backwards. Okay. All right. We locked that one in. Um, this is your second to last question, your penultimate question, as it's actually more commonly referred to, not the way I'm describing it. <laughs> it's from Jamie Russell. Who was the actress who played Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate? Mm, I mean, if I was better with names, it's Mel Brooks's wife, late wife. But I don't remember her name. <laughs> um, man, she was a old lady in Great Expectations. I can't give you points for that, I'm afraid. <laughs> I need the name. I don't even want to dishonor her memory by saying a different name. I, I know I don't know it. So okay. I'll just I'll just I hit thought my you'd head. have that answer to that one. Me Are you going to say one in the dark? You're going to throw a pen out there and see where it lands or not? No, because I know it would be wrong. I, I know for okay. sure that I know the name. Okay. Fair enough. And last wait, 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 of all, we Anne have... Bancroft. Anne Bancroft. It came to me. <laughs> it's Anne Bancroft. Okay. okay. We'll Sometimes you have to let it go so it comes back to you. <laughs> oh, 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 we accept. Is Paul going to be the referee and accept this answer? We'll have to find out in the edit. <laughs> I've heard from my independent adjudicator um, that that question has been banked in. <laughs> It's been accepted. <laughs> uh, and last of all, we have one question here from For Your Reference. It's another guess the IMDb review. Guess the movie based on its IMDb review. There have been theories about this film's ending and the entire concept, but as a film, the name of movie just isn't funny, clever, or amusing. For a relatively short movie, it's quite boring and has a preachy tone about it. I understand it's a children's film, but I do not enjoy. Also, I'm surprised how big this movie became, making 527 million worldwide, and how it was able to snag an Oscar nomination. <sighs> A kids movie with an unlikely Oscar nomination that is not as good as people say. Obviously, because you're asking me, I'm going to go immediately to the Lego movie, but I that seems too perfect. So, at the same time, I don't have any other candidate so just gonna go with the lego movie why not okay we've locked that in how do you think you've done poorly as i predicted so i was right in my assessment i think i'm confident the only one i'm truly confident about is Anne bancroft and it okay. may be trading places i thought i was good at that one and then you laughed so now i don't know all right, should we find out how you've done here? The <laughs> answer to question number one, which was the two Star Wars characters, you got them both correct, Julio. You got them both correct. It was R2-D2 and C-3PO. 
I don't even know when, where there would be. When you said, I can tell you the name that's been in all of them, I was like, just say them. I was just say them too. <laughs> just say that they've been in all the films. Just say them too. The next up we have here is the Arnie film before he became governor. You said Eraser. Yeah. You're wrong, unfortunately. It's Around the World in 80 Days. Never would have gotten that one. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> next up we have the IMDb movie review, the first of them all. Um, how do you think you did on this one? See, I thought I did well, but then you laughed. So I, I guess there is another movie where uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis plays a hooker with the heart of gold. Uh, you got it right. I laughed because I was so impressed at the fact you said this immediately. I was like, I almost wanted to say, well done straight away, Julia. You <laughs> oh, got it correct. Okay. You've got two points so far. You've got two out of three. So it's a very strong start. Next up, we have the big five at the Oscars. And you said, it happened one night, ordinary people and silence of the lambs. Two of them are correct. Okay, so it has to be It Happened One Night in Silence of the Lambs. Yes, that is correct. I don't think Ordinary People won any acting Oscars. The one in the middle is a a very big... I think you'll almost kick yourself for not getting this. And it's One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That makes perfect sense. I'm not going to kick myself over it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the, The Oscar nomination for the 2000 film Gladiator was not the person you said, I'm afraid. It was Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, really? Okay. I thought that was too obvious. And okay. also, I, I don't think very highly of that performance, so I didn't even remember that it was nominated. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you... But it's a quite iconic, I feel like. It would get nominated regardless of what you... Yeah, it sticks out. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Sean Connery's real first name. You said Charles. The answer was Thomas. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a stab in the dark, regardless <laughs> of where yeah. we're going with that one, isn't it? The next up is the free... Top three of the top sending soundtrack albums of all time. You said, "Remind me, Forrest Gump, Titanic, uh, and what was the third one? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, you got one of them correct. Titanic, probably. It was correct. It was Titanic. You have The Bodyguard, Saturday Night Fever, Dirty Dancing, Titanic, Grease. I don't know how to say the name of that film. Dilawali, Duhani, Jetlad, Jane." Someone's going to have to correct me and put the right thing because that's just appallingly well badly said. Purple Rain, Flashdance, Bombay, and Lion King. All right. Do you reckon you could have got any more of them? Uh, if I'd thought about it, I probably... The Bodyguard seems like an obvious answer. And okay. I, I should have gone with Lion King just for fun. Didn't even think about this. Just to let you know, you are now currently up to 2.9. Uh, the next one was the famous Pulp Sixon scene that was filmed backwards. Personally, I thought this was the easiest question out of all of them and it, you did get it correct thankfully it was the Mia's overdose scene with the what do you call it, adrenaline shot okay good I wasn't sure next up <laughs> is the question that you thought you've got right it was the um, who played Mrs. Robinson in The Graduate and you were correct obviously Julia. okay good <laughs> <laughs> we got there eventually it was by the skin of your teeth and last of all was the IMDB review you said the Lego movie it wasn't. It was Boss Baby. <laughs> I don't know if I've you've ever seen, seen that film. I haven't seen it, so I couldn't agree with anything for that. But yes, that's it. Julio, you got, by my calculations are correct, 4.9 out of a possible 10, which I would say is a very respectable score. 
and I would say that would put you right in the mix to win this quiz. <laughs> you should definitely be more confident within yourself. In the future. <laughs> I love this pep talk. <laughs> Do you reckon you've won it with that score? Do you are you happy with that score? Are you happy I, um, to put your name on that hat and have that written up against you in history? It, I mean, yeah, because I thought I would be the worst. So in that sense, yes, I don't think I'm close to winning. I'll be surprised if if I'm close okay. to winning because. Well, our people will get in touch with your people in a short time, and we will let you know <laughs> if you have won or if you have lost. Just call my people. Yeah, let, let yeah. them know. We'll, we'll let They're... Alex know, and he can come around and deliver it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, and hopefully, we have to have you back here next year when there might even be more patrons and more questions and more fun and joyness that we can enjoy. It's been an honor. It has. It's been our privilege to have you on here. <laughs> and for now, you are the weakest link. So there we have it. Three rounds down and Julio goes top, pushing Sean down into second place. Katie and Oti, third and bottom place. So Julio takes top spot with 4.9 and with two more rounds to go, it remains to be seen if Julio can hold on to that top spot. Next up, patron Jamie Russell. Hello, what's your name and where'd you come from? Hello, I'm Jamie Russell, um, and I'm I'm from Orkney in Scotland. Lovely to meet you. Thanks for coming down here today. It's a pleasure. You got any hobbies or interests, Jamie? Yes, um, I've uh, I've got a, a bit of an obsession with film, believe it or not. Um, oh, really? And uh, that's which which will hopefully come in handy for this uh, this, this forthcoming uh, trial of. Uh, 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 <laughs> That's here going to put me under, but uh, yes, uh, film is most definitely my, my number one passion. Um, and uh, I like to read a little bit. Um, I like football. Um, but yes, uh, definitely secondary, all of that secondary to TV and film. Wonderful. I'm, I'm sure it will definitely come in handy today. What, what's your favourite film, Jamie? My favourite film? Yeah. Um, Hardest question of today, I'm sure. Yes, yes. Well, uh, it's it has been it has been John Carpenter's The Thing, um, um, but um, it's something that I'm under constant review. Um, and uh, but uh, yes, yes. Currently, I'm going to stick with uh, John Carpenter's The Thing. It's a film that I saw my first 18 rated film. Um, blew my mind at the time. Got me into sci-fi horror which is probably one of my favorite genres and uh, yes uh, love that film absolutely wonderful film i agree um how are you feeling about today you feeling confident i, I i'm actually quite terrified this is uh, this is something that um uh you know i don't care how many films you've seen um you are going to have black areas black spots and um, I just uh, hope that uh, the questions that come up are kind um, <laughs> and that uh, I can at least uh, have an educated guess at them. Um, and uh, yes, uh, I, am, I, I am a little bit concerned because I feel I've got a little bit more to lose with this. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so um, we'll, see. we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Should we go straight into it? Go on then. Here we go. Yeah. First question is from Sean Panda Nicholson. In which David Lynch film would you hear the line, Dick Laurent is dead? 
I, I don't really know that, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say um, Wild at Heart. But it's, okay. it, it's a complete stab in the dark, to be honest. That's fine. As long as it's a uh, David Lynch film. Yes, that's, it's a definitely a David Lynch film, I know that. But <laughs> I just... Yeah, it's, I, I, I really... Um, I can't recall that name. Um, there's a few of his films I haven't seen. I'm sure Ben knows this one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure he does. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just going to say Wild at Heart. That's fine. Locked in. Locked in. Next question is from Julio. What's the name of the first song we hear Stillwater perform in Almost Famous? Yes, this, 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 this is my worst nightmare. I am not good with film songs. I have seen Almost Famous, but a long time ago. It's a tricky one. That's, yeah. I don't think I can even give a guess to that. Um, no idea. No idea. <laughs> Thank you, he's Julio. Given the, he's given the answer, no idea. Let's see if that's close. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you never know. <laughs> could be. It you could never be. know. No, that, that, that's it. I really should just make a, a guess, shouldn't I? Um, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> Join no the next idea. question. Lock it in. Yeah, go on. Okay. Next one. Next one. For your reference. Which film is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes? Mortal Kombat 1995, Mortal Kombat 2021. <laughs> it's going to be a good. That's going to. It's going to be again, I guess. Um, I'm going to say um, the, 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 the 2001 is higher, but. 2021. I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, okay. I, I know that there's a bit of a cult following with uh, with the first one, but I'm just going to say 2021. But guess as a guess, fifty fifty. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. No worries. This is going really well, isn't it? I'm really happy with this. <laughs> Excellent. Do next. the next one. <laughs> the next one is from Steve Roberts. Right. Oh. Okay then. What infamous 1980 box office bomb ruined the career of the Deer Hunter director, Michael Cimino? Cimino, I've got this. It's Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate, okay. Locked in. Yeah, I know that. I know that for sure. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) My man. (laughs) Right. Next, Sean Pan and Nicholson again. Okay. In It's a Wonderful Life, what is the town called where George Bailey lives? Um... Well, I uh, will I actually uh, confess here and say that I haven't actually seen oh. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a oh. film every single Christmas I mean to watch. I meant to watch it last year and I didn't. And to make matters worse, I'm going to see it for the first time at the cinema. Oh. At the What's cinema on December the 7th. The oh. 75th, 75th anniversary. So as soon as I hear this town, I'm like, Ugh. Um, Wild guess. <laughs> Hillside? No idea. Hillside. Let's Hillside. Go Hillside. That's as good as answer as any. Okay. Right. Next one from Julio. What are the two movies Renona Ryder has received Academy Awards nominations for? Um, I'm going to say A Girl Interrupted. Okay. Um, Academy Award. So Academy Award nomination. Not not another right. Academy Awards. Yeah, pretty sure girl interrupted. I'm just gonna say Heather's. It's not Heather's, but I'm just gonna say that. Um, that's the only one that I'm. But that's what I'm gonna say. Heather's and girl interrupted. Okay, we'll lock it in. Mm-hmm. Next is for your reference again. 
Name three of the top ten best-selling soundtrack albums. Top Gun. Okay. First uh, guess. <laughs> um, going to say Gypsy because of um, uh, Brian Adams' song Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And I'm sure it'd be like a rom, it'd be a rom-com or something like that as well in there. Um, or maybe something like Rocky. Uh, yeah, let, let, let's go for Rocky Four. That's one. That, that's that, that's one that's got lots of lots of famous famous songs in. I'll go for Rocky Four. But so we're going for Top Gun, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Rocky Four. None of those I have got any confidence in. Maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe Top Gun, iconic. But this is we'll see. there's only one there's only one of these answers that I know for sure is right, and that's that's not good. You want the next one? Uh, go on then, hit me with it. Okay, it's from Steve Roberts. Come on, Steve, you're my man. He's, he's your lucky, your lucky he, star. He is, he is. If you watch the Marvel movies in chronological order, which movie would you watch first? Chronological order. So that's, that's a bit of a trick question, isn't it? Chronological order. It would be, um, well, be Captain Marvel, wouldn't it? That's a, is that the fair? Run through all those heroes in your head. Yeah, I'm doing that now. And there, this is this is uh, this is a question that Ben wouldn't be able to answer, probably. <laughs> right. Um, not not as in first release, but the first sort of timeline. Yeah, chronology. first time. Yeah. Right. So. Captain Captain Marvel must be must be. Yeah, I'm thinking the other ones. There's the one that's set before that. My 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 teenage daughter will know this answer, and I'll I'll, I'll quiz her as soon as as soon as <laughs> just to find out. <laughs> I'm going to say Captain Marvel. Okay. Okay. You ready for your next question? Yep. It's from Sean Pan and Nicholson. In Kill Bill, what is the bride's real name? Beatrix Kiddo. Beatrix Kiddo. Is it locked in? Locked in. That's another one okay. I'm pretty sure about. Okay. And the last question is from Julio. I've got a feeling this is going to be a... Go on in. Everybody knows the songs from the 2011 Muppets movie. Life's a Happy Song, Muppet or Man, Having a Meat Party, etc. Name two songs from its slightly less popular sequel, Muppets Most Wanted. Damn it. <laughs> no. Not everyone knows... <laughs> What a question, honestly. Ridiculous. If you had to guess... <laughs> I wouldn't... I have no idea. No idea. Do you think one of them has the word Muppet in them? <laughs> Probably. Uh, I can tell you, you'd be wrong. <laughs> Alright, okay then. No idea. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't do that question. I have no idea. Julio... Right, that's that's the uh, questions, Jamie. How do you think you did? I have got two out of ten. Is that what you think? I think I might have two and a half out of ten. Okay, should we run through them? <laughs> First question was from Sean Pound and Nicholson, and he said, "In which David Lynch film would you hear the line Dick Laurent is dead?" You said Wilder Heart. The answer is Lost Highway. Yeah, I haven't seen Lost Highway. I've, I've, I've got it. As, as, I've got it as part of that uh, David Lynch. This is going to haunt you, Jamie. You're going to be watching all these films. I said, I, I, I'm probably not going to watch it now. 
Um, out of spite. That's that's in that box set that I sent a picture on on uh, on uh, a, a oh, DM'd yeah. picture of it, and I haven't yeah. seen it yet. <laughs> well, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Okay, lost highway. Okay. That, that's next a, question. That, that's a tough question. Yes, it was. That was tough. Next one's from Julio, and he said, "What's the name of the first song we hear Stillwater perform in Almost Famous?" You said no idea. The answer is Fever Dog. Would you would you get that? No, no, no I wouldn't get that. No. Next one's from For Your Reference, and they said, "Which film is rated higher, Mortal Kombat 1995 or Mortal Kombat 2021?" It's 2021. It's you got the point. Hey. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Next is Steve Roberts. What infamous 1980 box office bomb ruined the career of the Deer Hunter director Michael Cimino? Cimino. Cimino. You said Heaven's Gate. And you'll be correct. Next, Sean Pandle Nicholson said, In It's a Wonderful Life, what is the town called where George Bailey lives? You said Hillside. (laughs) It's actually Bedford Falls. Bedford Falls. Right. Next, Julio says, "What of the two movies Winona Ryder has received Academy Award nominations for?" You said "Girl Interrupted" and "Heather's." The answers are "The Age of Innocence" and "Little Women." Oh, it was um, Angelina Jolie got nominated for "Girl Interrupted," I think, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 it was probably her. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I've, I, uh, knew, I knew there'd be a Winona Ryder question from Julio. <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah. Big ah, love. <laughs> damn it. Next is from For Your Reference, and they said, name three of the top ten best-selling soundtrack albums. You said Top Gun, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Rocky IV. Solid selection. None of them. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh, Greece. I, 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 I was thinking about Greece actually. Titanic. Titanic. Dirty Dancing. Saturday Night Fever. Uh, the Bodyguard. The Lion King. Yeah, Flash uh, Dance. They're, they're, they're quite obvious actually. But yeah, I've, Purple I, Rain. I could have done a lot better with that one. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Next is from Steve Roberts. And he said If you watch the Marvel movies in chronological order, which movie would you watch first? You said Captain Marvel. Our survey says Captain America, the first Avenger. <laughs> so obvious. That's ridiculous. Oh. Very sorry about that one. Oh dear. That's embarrassing. Yes. Uh, ben wouldn't call it embarrassing. No, that, yeah. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. Of course it's the first one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is from Sean Paddle Nicholson. He said, In Kill Bill, what is the bride's real name? You said Beatrix Kiddo, and you'd be correct. And lastly, Julio said, Everybody knows the songs from the 2011 Muppets movies. What is the name two songs from its slightly less popular sequel? You didn't have an answer. And no. There's no point even listing no. them because I don't know any of them either. That's just. <laughs> you could so- have had. Bullshit question. We're doing a sequel. <laughs> I'm number one. The Big House. I'll get you what you want. <laughs> Interrogation song. Something so right. Working in the coal mine. Together again. 
No idea. No idea. You got three points, Jamie. Three points. Well, that's... <laughs> How do you feel? How do you feel you're going to stack up against everyone else? Well, um, I think I'm going to be, at best, middle of the road. I don't think there's... Uh, I think, I think like, six or seven might be a, a winning score. But three, no chance, obviously. Um, it's anybody's game, Jamie. You I mean, never I, know. I mean, yeah. Some of those questions were tough. Um, but if I spent a little bit more time, I, I should have got um, some of those soundtrack ones, definitely. Um, but the other ones, I mean, yeah. If, if I asked those questions to you, how many... I would have probably have done worse than you, Jamie. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, well, you never know, Jamie. It's anyone's game. Yeah. You don't know how hard anyone else's true, questions that's are. That's true. That's true. Well, thank you so much for coming along today, Jamie. And I guess we'll see how you'll do at the end of this episode. That was a good effort from Jamie, but he didn't quite beat Julio's score. And unfortunately, that puts Jamie at the bottom of the list so far with only one more patron to go. Hopefully, he doesn't take home the wooden spoon. Okay, and here we are at the next round. The patron quiz is going down well so far, and our next contestant has stepped up to the plate. What's your name and where are you from? I am uh, Steve, and I'm from the Movie Drone podcast. Uh, yes. Yeah, Everyone's going to be very familiar with you, Steve, I think. Uh, well, I mean, maybe, maybe. We've uh, we've been sort of like pushing the boundaries a little bit recently and, uh, and putting out some episodes that are not normally Movie Drone, trying to do something a little bit different. So, uh, so maybe those ones have stretched across. Um, and if you're in Senegal, we're certainly big there. So, you are do- you're doing very well in Senegal well, at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case any of our listeners haven't heard of Movie Drone, I'd be very bloody surprised. But just in case, what do you do on the podcast? I mean, listen, we are two idiots. I mean, I'm the lesser of the two. Um, uh, Mark's obviously an absolute tool, but um, I'm like the, the more intelligent one. But I don't know. We have a little quiz. Um, we do a main reviews we have a little bit of sort of pub banter before we start um we answered listener questions and we do an um a section called homework where uh, where we do some do. retro stuff where uh, we've un- uncovered some hidden gems along the way mate you have indeed haven't you and I-, I like the vibe that you guys give off because it takes you about 30 minutes before you actually get to the film <laughs> but that is exactly how most film conversations go with people in real life when you're down the pub or what have you you're having conversations about other stuff how you doing i like that you catch up you do a little bit of listener feedback and then you get to the the real meat of the episode yeah well i try and stay away from him in real life if i'm got if i'm honest there ben so uh, it gives me a little bit of time to catch up on all of his dramas and then uh, and then yeah we get down to it so Absolutely. If only he was here to defend himself, Steve. <laughs> if only here now. <laughs> and uh, your your last episode in particular, well, last episode at the point we're recording this, I was very impressed with the Ghostbusters Afterlife when you had all the all the kids involved as well. That was an amazing episode. Yeah, I mean, uh, weirdly, my idea. I mean, I don't really go very well around kids, but um, but yeah, we had. I mean, we got to call them young adults, mate. We wanted to know what what their young sort adults. of they are. I mean, they were so articulate and so intelligent, and they came up with. I mean, I was eating mud at their age, and um, and they were just so good on the episode. They really enjoyed it. Um, 
and I think they put us to shame to be honest I think it was a, a really good episode to put out there and show that these young kids have got some good good ideas a new generation coming up mate that's it that's where you need to keep keep on your toes because they're coming in to replace us there you go they Don't actually thought that, that podcasters were cool as well Ben so that's the first time I've ever heard that so. oh dear that might be their first mistake Steve <laughs> um, right well before we get down to the bare bones of this I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions about your cinematic uh, interests so even if you can't think of one a definitive one first gut instinct what's your favourite film Naked Gun what is it? Naked? Oh, Naked Gun. The Naked Gun, yeah. yeah. The Naked oh. Gun, the first one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I was a great fan of Police Squad, and it was one of those sort of series that my uh, my late mum used to let me sort of sit up. And it's my sort of stupid humour. Absolutely love it. And uh, it's just one of the films I always watch. I mean, there's much better cinematic films out there. But, you know, um, I love Frank Drebin. He's my idol. Uh, you and Paul would agree on that big really? time I think that's one of Paul's favourite films is it? he loves all of them yeah excellent yeah. Airplane for me I would say oh really it's just Tips Naked Gun oh okay okay Top Secret I think I saw before them ones but, uh, but yeah I love all of them that. love them have you not good stuff favourite Christmas film since we're in the season <laughs> um, favourite Christmas film I mean I don't really watch that many Christmas films I've got to be honest this time of year love Bad Santa that's my sort of Christmas thing but if I'm going to choose a Christmas one one, it is but uh, Bad Santa if I choose a proper Christmas one it's going to be Elf Elf I can't watch that Will Ferrell I'm not a fan of his so I've stayed away from it not a fan not a fan at all Mark would agree with you on that one and I know Ryan L. Terry does as well but no honestly uh, I think Bad Santa would probably would probably just about nick it though that's my sort of Christmas film I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that in the watch list in the lead up. Right. All right. Enough messing around now, Steve. It's time to uh, get to it. How are you feeling confidence wise? Bad. Really bad. I mean, I do hold a lot of weird um, knowledge in my head. It's just that none of it's to do with movies. So, Well, we're going to see because we've got a mixed bag of questions here, mate. It's the kind of questions that we would uh, we would expect to hear from some of your listeners when they pose questions to you. I would imagine that some of these questions you're going to be stumped on but I'm going to imagine some of them if you don't immediately know you're going to be kicking yourself afterwards because I'm well aware that you know some of these films some of them quite well Uh, so let's get to it question number one you ready? yeah I think so Sean Panda Nicholson asks in the original Scream how many people are killed? (sighs) um you can talk through it if you want. Talk through the deaths if you want. Honestly, no. Um, <laughs> hang on. Five. You're going with five? Yeah, I don't think it is. Okay, okay yeah. question number two comes from Katie and Oti at the Foyer Reference Podcast, and they ask... Which film is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes? Halloween 1978 or Halloween 2018? Um, I'm going to say Halloween 2018. Halloween 2018, yeah. rated higher, Rotten Smiles. Yeah. Very good. Okay, question number three comes from Julio at The Contrarians, and he says, What's the name of the John Grisham book that inspired the movie Christmas with the Cranks? <laughs> oh, 
mean, since I, you love Christmas movies so much, I'm sure this is uh, pretty yeah. easy for you. And I don't read, so I've got absolutely no idea. Um, I wouldn't even know a John Grisham book. This was the cranks. I mean, I've got no idea, Ben. Sorry, mate. Sorry, absolutely no idea. That's all right. I'm going to put down no idea just in case that is the title of the no, book. You never good, know. Man. Never know. All right. Question number four comes from Jamie Russell. Who is the director of the 1978 film The Deer Hunter, starring Robert De Niro in the lead? Oh, God. I've seen this so many times. Director. Shit. It has to be Jamie Russell, doesn't it? it? has to be Jamie's. He loves to show off with his knowledge, so he's going to throw hard <laughs> ones out there. I know, but I've seen it so many times, I don't know who the director is. Oh, it's a oh. pressure thing. Do you know what? This, this, I'm going to come back to it. I'm going to come back to it because it might come back to you as, as we go along. So we'll come back to that one at the end. All right, I'll leave that blank for now. All right, back to Sean. Sean's got another one for you. What film did Clint Eastwood make his big screen debut? <sighs> uh, um, I don't know. One of the westerns, maybe. Fistful of dollars. No idea, mate. No idea. Fistful. I've got to tell you, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. That is a tough one, mate. I'll pull him up on that. All right, here we go. So this is a slightly different, different way of asking the question here. So what we got here is an IMDb review. So this comes from Katie and Oti for your reference again. So, name the movie based on its IMDb review. As an Adam Sandler film, the name of movie serves its purpose as an entertaining action comedy. Having not seen the original film and solely basing it on this remake, it has its moments and the film isn't meant to be taken overly serious. Some casual moments of humor, decent sports action though, and the story is quite predictable. Uh, How's your Adam Sandler knowledge? I mean, I watch a lot of Adam Sandler. I don't mind him. Um, I think Mark's favorite is Little Nicky. I think I think he loves that one. Um, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think so. Uh, but um, uh, I'm gonna um, sports. I'm that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the it hook is. in and that I know exactly, review. I know exactly what film it is. Um, the fucking hell, it's the one where they're doing the American football in prison. Um, <laughs> oh, dear. What is the name? I don't know, Ben. I don't know what the name is. I know the film. I know the film. I'm pretty sure it's you that do, one. You, you do know. It's, it's just like that Deer yeah. Hunter one. I'm going <laughs> to stick a pin in it. I'm going <laughs> to stick a pin in it, and you can come back to that. <laughs> right, in a week. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Question number seven, Julio. The Longest Yard. Wow, well, okay. Go for the Longest Yard. Is that it? I don't know. Well, you find out at the end, will you? Sorry, mate. Do you want me to shout that out? Sorry about that. It's no, no, like, shouting, it, shouting it out. I That's forget about drama, it in a couple absolutely. of minutes. <laughs> longest Yard it is. Okay. Julio. What's the last theatrical release Winona Ryder starred in before Stranger Things relaunched her career? <sighs> so the last theatrical film Winona Ryder starred in yeah. before appearing in Stranger Things not a great fan of Winona Ryder gotta be honest gotta you're, be not, honest. you're not a Winona head no I'm not no I don't really know a lot that she's been in um, is she in Edward Scissorhands I'll say that Edward Scissorhands alright into the final stretch Steve we only got three more to go Jamie Russell again <laughs> over the opening credits for which film does the song Come and Get Your Love by Redbone play <laughs> do you know Redbone? <laughs> no 
Uh, no. Um, Neither do I. <laughs> fucking idiot, me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So it's opening credits. So over the opening credits of which film does the song Come and Get Your Love by Redbone play? Come and Get Your Love by Redbone. I mean, Jamie. Seriously. Yeah, I know. He's, he's being a bit awkward with these ones, isn't he? He's mm. trying to catch people out. Well, <clears throat> like I say, I mean, we had Jamie on for the thing. Um, I don't think it's the thing. But I'm trying to think of what other films we know Jamie likes. Do you know what, Ben? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just going to have to say the thing. I know it's not, but thing. it's the only thing I know that really is coming to mind from Jamie. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe. Right. Maybe it was playing when that spaceship was hovering over <laughs> Earth. Who knows? Feel <laughs> <Your> twat. <laughs> <laughs> Question nine. Sean Panda Nicholson again. Which film was Spike Lee's first feature film? See, I know that I know that he loves to do the right thing. I don't think it's the first one. Did he do Clockers? Did he do Clockers? Before Do the Right Thing. Didn't really watch a lot of Spike Lee. No, that was kind of the one that sort of put him on the scene really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but it's not gonna be his first one, is it? Did he do Clockers? I don't know. I'd do Clockers, I don't know. Clockers. I don't even know if he did. Alright. All right, final question, Steve. <laughs> so this is from For Your Reference, and they are asking... Name three of the top ten best-selling soundtrack albums. Excellent, thanks. Um, <laughs> the Bodyguard. Okay. Dirty Dancing. Okay. And... Oh, Jesus, what would the next one be? Oh, dear top 10 Pulp Fiction because that's my favourite one of mine Bodyguard Dirty Dancing Pulp Fiction yeah yeah brilliant that's all your 10 Steve how do you think you did well badly because I didn't do the deer hunter one I still forgot about that hang on let's go back to that thank you for reminding me no I still don't know what it is (laughs) You want to take a stab in the dark? Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I know it's someone big. Um, um, I don't know. Robert Zemeckis. I tell you what. I tell you what. That. I I gave when I did the last round. I gave a very cryptic clue to the person I was asking the question to. Right. So I'm going to give you. A, I'm trying to think how you can give a fucking cryptic clue for a name. <laughs> um, first name, name of a famous horror serial killer second name sounds like what soot covered children might go up sounds like what soot covered children might go up (laughs) (laughs) does that ring any bells at all I Uh, think that's a great clue first second bit is it what does soot covered children go up a chimney there you go yeah sounds like that (laughs) How sad, honestly. Oh, I don't know. It's probably the greatest clue ever given. If you don't know the guy's name, it's really not. It's yeah. only if you know the guy's name. I don't, mate. No, I'm done. All right. I'm going to put NA for that. Okay, all just, right. No, Steve, just put, Mi- go just put Michael Chimney. <laughs> I'm joking. Go on, Michael sorry. Chimney. All no, right. Carry on. Go I'm on. putting Michael Chimney there. Here we go. Right. We're going to recap all of your answers there, Steve. So... Question one from Sean Panda Nicholson. In the original Scream, how many people are killed? You said five. Correct answer is seven. You were shy by two. So the killers, sorry, not the killers, the killings that took place in order are, we've got 
Stephen Orff, who is Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, he's gutted first. Oh, I forgot him. Right. Drew Barrymore as Casey, she's then killed. Then the Fonz as the principal. Tatum Riley getting crushed in the cat flap. Kenny, the cameraman, gets his throat slit. And then, of course, Stu and Billy Loomis. So no points, unfortunately, on that one, mate, but you were close, close on that one. Number two, for your reference, said, which film is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes? Halloween 1978 or Halloween 2018? I can tell you one of them's rated 96% and one of them's rated 79%. And it's the original that's rated 96%. <laughs> that is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's no points on that one. Well, that was about the only one I was going to get right. Well, it was a 50-50 chance and <laughs> you fell by the wayside, mate, unfortunately, on that one. Question three from Julio. What's the name of the John Grisham book that inspired the movie Christmas with the Cranks? You had no idea on that one. I don't know anyone who would know other than Julio. Skipping Christmas. Never heard of it. No, no, mate. Never heard of it. So it's zero out of three. Now, Jamie Russell, who is the director of the 1978 film The Deer Hunter, starring Robert De Niro in the lead? Last gasp, based on some cryptic clues, you said Michael Chimney. <laughs> the first name is right. Second name is so close. Given the clue, I'm going to give you half a point for oh, it. No. It's Michael Chimino. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a clue for Chimenea. I don't know how you do a cryptic clue for Chimenea. Oh, dear. So you're getting 0.5 for that, Steve, because you've got half the name. There you go. You're on the scoreboard. <laughs> That is pity for you. <laughs> uh, if we were, we'd be without a little bit of pity. Question five from Sean. What film did Clint Eastwood make his big screen debut? I've never heard of this one. It's Revenge of the Creature. Never heard of it. Don't, <laughs> don't even think that's a Western, mate. <laughs> I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it isn't. But here we go. Question six. For your reference, name the movie based on the IMDb review. Adam Sandler's sports film. Right at the end there. You shouted out the longest yard. It is indeed the longest yard. It's the longest yard, the one that they did the British remake of with yeah, Vinnie Jones Vinnie in. Jones, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I and if they turned it into Brit- British football, right? Yeah, I can't remember what Very it was good. called. Yeah, but um, but yeah, that, yeah. Was that, it called? Was it called Mean? Something? Oh, Mean Machine or something? Yeah, yeah. Something mean like Machine. That was it. Yeah. yeah Vinnie Jones was the goalkeeper, wasn't? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that, that was right. I quite like that. Yeah, actually. I did. Yeah, yeah. One and a half, one and a half points. Julio, what was the last theatrical release Winona Ryder starred in before Stranger Things relaunched her career? You said Edward Scissorhands. Steve, that was about 25 years or something before <laughs> Stranger Things. It was a film called Experimenter. Who Never the, heard of that. Who knows 2015 Experimenter. <laughs> he would also, Julio says, he would also accept Destination Wedding as oh. an answer since that's her last. That's her and Keanu. Aaron Keanu Reeves that film brilliant so no points there unfortunately Jamie Russell with a tricky question again over the opening credits for which film does the song Come and Get Your Love by Redbone play it's Guardians of the Galaxy Ah, seen that I've seen it yeah I have seen it but uh, probably I'm going to say once once maybe maybe twice yeah I don't once is enough for that film don't care for that at all Terrible, terrible film that is. Sean Panda Nicholson, which film was Spike Lee's first feature film? You said Clockers. I'm not sure if Clockers is a Spike Lee film. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> is he? I think, I think so. 
I'll take your word for it, but the answer she's got to have it. Okay. There you go. Unfortunately. I know he's a big fan. I mean, like I say, I'm not a fan of anything really before I do the right thing, and I'm actually less of a fan of that now than I was when I first watched it. So. Are you really? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't yeah. watched that in a while. I was a huge fan of that when I first saw that. I need yeah, to yeah. revisit that, I think. Yeah. Right, last question, Steve. There were three, well, 0.3 potential points up for grabs here. Name three of the top 10 best-selling soundtrack albums. You said Bodyguard, Dirty Dancing, and Pulp Fiction. You got two out of three there, mate. You did very well. Bodyguard and Dirty Dancing are indeed the top sellers. Pulp Fiction, surprisingly, isn't. The other ones you could have had was Saturday Night Fever, Titanic, Grease, oh. Dilwell, Dilhania, Le Jayange, oh, Bollywood, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. You know that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I should have said that. Purple Rain, Flashdance, Bombay, and of course, The Lion King. Okay, yeah, I should have got fewer than... So 0.6. Them. 0.6 for that, which rounds you up to 2.1. Brilliant. 2.1 out of 10. Now, I'll tell you this, Steve. Yeah. No one's doing very well out of 10. <laughs> Good. So far. So don't be disheartened by that 2.1 because that might actually be a lot higher up than it, it appears to be on face value. Mate. I'm not disheartened, mate. I'm quite proud of that, if I'm honest. <laughs> I thought that would be a zero. Did, I'm even going to take that. You did very well on the soundtrack albums. You yeah. did very well on the soundtrack Should albums. Should have got all three, mate. Well, look, we appreciate you coming along and playing. I wish you all the best of luck in this Patreon round. We've got some cracking prizes to give out if you are the winner. So, fingers crossed that you are up there when the time comes. <laughs> We're going to find out very soon on this recording. So, thanks so much for coming along and playing, Steve. We appreciate it. And let's find out if you have actually won. No problem, Ben. Really, really glad to support, mate. And uh, glad to join in. Glad to join in. Well, well, well. Mr. Julio for the Contrarians takes the crown with a 4.9. Did we expect that? Did we see that coming? Personally, yes. Well, he wasn't very confident going into it, was he? But I just he just has that level of knowledge that's unnatural. It's like, I reckon if the three of us went against each other, Ben would probably win. No, no, it's all about the questions on the day. And you know what? That's every what Julio said, but ev- come on. Every one of these patrons is very, very knowledgeable oh, in yes, their own way. And are. it so much depends on the questions you get on the day. Because, you know, for example, if I ha- if this was a Marvel round, my God, you two would be scoring bells and whistles above me. Yes. I absolutely agree. It's, it's what the questions they get. I mean, next year, they might get some rotten questions. Or Julio might get some wrong questions that you just can't do. And the the, the funny thing is... The spread of scores between... No one gets past five. Yes. I know. Exactly. That's crazy. We also might have a new patron who can come in and just completely destroy it. We might have Edgar Wright come in and no one will be able to match him with his knowledge. I thought you were talking about Luke Human. You are talking about Edgar Wright. <laughs> well, Luke Human's got to take the podium next year. That'll be interesting to see how he does. Oh, yeah. So, as a reminder, of, let's just give everyone the final league table breakdown in last place but by no means least Steve with 2.1 you do unfortunately take home that aforementioned wooden spoon who's in fourth place Adam then we have Jamie following up the rear <laughs> just leave <it>. hello sailor <laughs> <laughs> next up we have Katie and OT on a 4 out of 10 and in second place with a valiant effort but not quite enough we have Sean Panda Nicholson with a lovely 4.3. 
And yes, there he is, top of the leaderboard, smug as a clown in a balloon shop. Ooh. We have Julio from the Contrarians. <laughs> say something else. I don't know smug as I, a I have no idea where I was going with that, and I completely ad-libbed that, and I was quite glad I found a way out of it that wasn't terrible. <laughs> what did you anyway, say? I was so distracted, I didn't even hear you say, smug as a clown in a what? A balloon shop. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good line. <laughs> anyway, it confirmed that is Julio at the top with 4.9. Amazing. And Julio, you have won from each of us a top film that we watched this year. Yes, That'll be yeah. coming to you right to your door in the post at some point in the near future. We're not going to tell you, so you won't know until they land on your door. But if you listen to our next episode where we wrap up our films of the year, it will be one of those that we speak about. One of our first time watches. Absolutely. And hopefully you agree that they're all worth having. Yes, and hopefully you haven't already got them. Yeah. And if you have, we don't care, Julio. You're keeping them. You're keeping them. You've Sell got your old copy, forever. no matter who got that for you, and you're keeping this copy. <laughs> <laughs> but well done to everyone, all contestants. We love you all. Every bit of effort you put in was fantastic. You all answered questions that I wouldn't have been able to get the answer no. for as well. Absolutely. Let me just say... Editing this episode was an absolute joy. It felt like the Film Busters family all together. It was absolutely wonderful. Absolutely lovely, as you know I like to say. And you guys are beautiful. Thank you so much for this year. It's been a wonderful year of patron. Oh, yes. And if you guys also listening out there who aren't patrons want to be part of these fun and games, you just come over to the patron channel and and sign up to one of the tiers. You'll be, be invited to play. Any tier can play. And you can get to our Patreon channel at www.patreon.com forward slash filmbusters to join the rest of the Filmbusters family. Yes, you can. And on that note, have a lovely Christmas and New Year. Yes. Stay safe. This episode dropped on Christmas Eve, of course. It did. Happy Christmas to everyone for tomorrow, because I know you're all listening on Christmas Eve. And New Year's for next week in a bit. Yes. But we've got one more episode to release before the year is out, and that is our big year-end wrap-up. Thank you, wonderful people. Thanks for listening. Thanks to our patrons. And I love you, Ben and Adam. Love you well, too. I love you too. I don't think we've ever said that on episode. I love you one of you more than the other person, though. Oh, shit. Look at the voice if he wants to be. He's so <laughs> contrarian, this cunt. Don't put that C word in there at the end. <laughs> Not in the Christmas episodes. Don't use the contrarian's name in vain. Deals, Busters. <laughs>